predict, pick, and prevail in your fantasy football leagues with Nick Giacobbe and Nick Cap. From breakouts to busts, superstars to sleepers, these are the guys that will help you achieve fantasy glory. This is the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Welcome everybody to episode 9, week 9, the live show of the Primetime Fantasy Podcast where we give you our predictions, our picks, with the hopes that we hope you prevail throughout week nine and the rest of the 2022 fantasy football season. I am your host, Nick Giacobbe. Normally joining me is Nick Cap. He is having camera issues at the moment. He should join us um, in a second. He's keeping me updated on what's going on there, but I didn't want to delay the live. So uh, welcome, guys. This is, this is your first time watching. It's normally me and my co-host, Nick Cap. He should be here in, uh, in a couple moments. I'm waiting for him to let me know that his audio or camera is actually working. Um, then he'll join in and we'll get to, you know what we normally do. And here he is. All right. There he is. There's my co-host, Nick Cap. The Week computer nine. didn't want to work. How's it going? I'm I'm doing great, Nick. I'm doing great. How are you, how are you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> uh, I, I have air conditioning this weekend. Beautiful. It's it's a little tough to to breathe at the moment, but uh, that's okay. Um, I'm just a little congested. Um, luckily nothing uh nothing more serious, so that's good. Um, this is our week nine live show. As I was stating, you guys join us for about an hour every week, every Sunday, 8 30 a.m. Eastern time, where we answer all your fantasy football questions. We give you a preview for the week. We talk about injuries, talk about start sits. We talk about all this stuff. So thank you to everybody who joined the live show today and is going to join throughout the show. Um, you can drop your questions at any time. We'll answer them. We'll pull them right up. Uh, Nick's going to be on Twitter. So if you're on the Twitter live stream, Nick will actually let us know if you drop a question because it doesn't show up in our chat, unfortunately. So um, if you want your questions to show up in our chat, just go to our YouTube channel, Primetime Fantasy Podcast, hit that, hit that subscribe button, um, and then, you know, drop a question through YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, please drop a like on this video, on this post. We'd appreciate that as well. So uh, with that said, um, again, we do the show every every Sunday. We also do four shows a week on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. You can find those recorded episodes on all audio streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. If you're on Spotify or Apple, please give us a five-star rating and a review. If you're uh, if you rather watch the show and listen to the show like you're doing today, YouTube channel Primetime Fantasy Podcast, uh, hit that subscribe button, hit a like on any video that you watch. We'd appreciate all of that. Okay, uh, while we're waiting for questions, Nick, let us uh, talk about some injuries um, of the day and of the weekend. First off, I want to talk to you about this situation. I'm going to let you give your thoughts. Gus Edwards with a hamstring and Mark Andrews with a shoulder are both doubtful uh, for tomorrow against the Saints. Uh, how are you handling those situations as a fan as a <laughs> fantasy manager? I mean, you're definitely not going to be starting either, um, in my opinion. If you desperately need tight end, um, maybe you play likely. I kind well, of I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think either. I don't think either of those starters are playing. They're doubtful, so you definitely wouldn't play. Um, yeah, so you would have to play Andrews. likely. You'd have to roster likely, and then I mean, if you're saying, "Oh, he has an outside chance to play," he probably doesn't. So, if you need a tight end, I think likely is a good play. I know Nick's a little bit lower on uh, the pass catchers over there in uh, Baltimore um, for the week. And Gus Edwards, it sucks again, but New Orleans' run defense is elite. So it's not like you're going to want to play um, uh, Kenyon Drake, who's been a very low-level running back against them. So I'm, I'm definitely not going to make that to play. All right. I'll get my opinion in a second. Good morning, guys. We see those questions in the chat. We've got about five or six questions. Let's get to them. We're going to help you all out. Jacob Ander, thanks for joining the show, my friend. Need two in PPR. DeAndre Swift, Cordell Patterson, Khalil Herbert, or Deion Jackson? Uh, Swift's role is going to be limited, but 
I've seen situations where they say a guy's going to be limited and then they go off. You drafted Swift in round two. It's his second game back from the injury. Um, he has a decent matchup. Well, it's an okay matchup against the Packers, I guess. Uh, I still would play Swift. I feel like you just kind of have to with the draft capital that you used on him. Um, I'm not big on Deion Jackson today, Nick. I don't know if you are. I know the volume could be there, but they're facing the Patriots defense, who is really tough against running backs. I think they're number two or number three, um, and that they have a rookie quarterback. It's a bad game script. So there's going to be a lot of questions today about Deion Jackson. I'll make my make my opinion clear the entire show. I don't love the play. I have to play him in my dynasty league due to a Taylor injury. But if you don't have to play Deion Jackson, I wouldn't. So that leaves my second uh, option being Cordell Patterson or Justin Herbert. The Chargers have allowed, I believe, the Hello, most Herbert. fantasy. Uh, yeah, Khalil Herbert. I, I knew it was a running back. Um. The uh, Los Angeles Chargers have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. Um, Cordell Patterson already has two games this season over 20 fantasy points. I know he's coming back from the injury, but they're playing him because he's healthy. I would play Cordell Patterson and DeAndre Swift. Um, I agree with you on Cordell Patterson. I am going to let Swift hit the bench. I do love the matchup, but um, we saw what limited was last week, and he had five five targets, five catches, 27 yards, and a touchdown. Um, that made up all of his fantasy points. He was absolutely horrendous outside of that. They did not give him a lot of workload. I think he only got 10 total touches on the day between running and, and passing. And having five catches for DeAndre Swift is an outlier. So um, I don't love the matchup. I have him in two leagues. Unfortunately, I have uh, I forced to start him in one, and I'm going to bench him in the other. Um, so then for me, it's between Khalil Herbert and Deion Jackson. I am going to roll out Deion Jackson. Um Rookie running rookie quarterbacks tend to pass down to the running back. Uh, and the last time we saw Deion Jackson, he had 10 targets, 10 catches, 79 yards in the air. Uh, so even if he gets limited in the run game, he is going to have guaranteed pass work. If you think that's an outlier the week before at Denver, who was elite against running backs that um, up until that point, he also had another four catches for 40 yards in both those games. He had double digit carry. So, um, I think the workload's going to be enough there where I'd rather play his workload versus DeAndre Swift, um, who I think is going to have less of a workload in that game. All right. <clears throat> thanks for joining, Jacob. Thanks for the question. From Scott Green, thanks for joining, Scott. Full PPR, Kadarius, Tony, or Isaiah likely at tight end? I have a little bit. Um, a little bit he is on by. I think he means I think Kittle. Tanya. I think he means Kittle. No, he says, I think it's full PPR. Oh, I'm sorry. Full PPR, Tunyon. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, so, um, I, I like Tunyon's matchup a bit better. The Lions are the worst defense in the league through the pass. Um, this could be Roger's favorite pass catcher today. It could be him or Lazard. We won't know, but um, it could be Roger's favorite target today. I don't love Isaiah Likely as a play. I know Nick spoke about him a little bit, um, but the Saints defense is the number one defense against the tight ends. I was busting Mark Andrews before he got injured. Um so I just don't love the matchup for Isaiah Likely. I know Lamar's not going to have anybody else to pass to per se, but if you're the Saints and you, you you know, why are you not just locking up the tight end at that point? Take away that weapon away from Lamar. So the volume could be there, yes. It's not the worst play in the world, but I'd rather avoid the entire matchup. I think that's fair. Um, again, against the Saints, Ertz was the, my bust like when they played him a few weeks ago, and that was the only game where he didn't score double-digit points. And that's because – we know that Demario Davis is one of the best cover linebackers in the league on tight ends, and he was guarding him all game. Well, in this matchup, he's not going to be able to do that because he's going to have to play spy on Lamar in that running game. So I think likely is the better play because I don't think he's going to be seeing Demario Davis um, in coverage like most other uh, tight ends are going to see. So I think likely will be a better play 
this week because I don't think they're going to match them up like they matched up tight ends at best. I'm going to I'm going to die on this hill today. Thank you, Scott, for the question. <laughs> Me and Ben's playlist. Thanks for joining again, a recurring uh, viewer slash watcher. We appreciate that. I'm already starting Rondale Moore at flex and need one more. Tyler Algier, Eno Benjamin, Taysom Hill or Kenyon Drake. Also starting likely over Andrews, of course. This is a little bit tough because I don't think Eno Benjamin's going to be the starter. Because the, they are saying that James Roberts, um, I'm sorry, that James Conner is projected to play bearing any injury. So the good news, though, is that you, you can wait until the four o'clock slot to decide between Eno Benjamin, Kenyon Drake, or Taysom Hill. I think for me, I definitely wouldn't play Tyler Algier, though I love the matchup for the Falcons running backs. I just wouldn't play him because I think he's going to be the backup over there. Wait until four o'clock. If James Conner is active, I wouldn't play Eno Benjamin. And I'd probably go Kenyon Drake's. I feel like Taysom Hill is kind of touchdown or bust. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I don't like any of the options. Is there anyone else on your waiver wire that you could plug in? Yeah, let us know. All right, we see all the questions, guys. Thanks for joining. Remember, we do this show every Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you're a first-time listener or watcher, thank you so much. If you're on YouTube or Facebook right now, please drop a like on this video. Share the link with your fantasy league. Share the link with your friends. We'd appreciate all of that. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe. Um, it only takes 30 seconds, and we're one away from 100 subscribers. From Calvo, good morning, fellas. Good morning to you. Dan Campbell said Swift is on a limited snap count. Should I consider starting Eno, Drake, or Herbert over him? Kind of just talked about this. Um, I wouldn't start Eno because I think he's going to be the backup anyway over there. Um, Drake and Herbert, I think it's a coin flip, but I, I would still play Swift just due to the talent over there. I just feel like he's not benchable for backup running backs, and Drake could end up splitting the carries with Justice Hill. And the Saints defense are still good against running backs. They've always been good against running backs. So um, they're still a top-10 team against fantasy running backs. So I just don't love either of those matchups. I think I would still start DeAndre Swift in a limited fashion. Yeah, I, I agree with Nick on this one. All right. From Mordenheim. Morning, guys. Morning. Nice to see you again on the show. Need two and a half PPR. Jacoby Myers, Deion Jackson, Cordell Patterson, and Joshua Palmer. Thanks. I'll answer this for you easily. Um, you're definitely starting Joshua Palmer. Nick's going to say the same thing. And I'm not speaking for him, but he's going to say the same thing. Um, Nick can talk about the, the Joshua Palmer um, stats. Um, anyway, your second one, though, I'm going to go Cordell Patterson. Really good matchup against the Chargers. They love running the ball. This is their guy that they're going to run and pass with. Um, they got him back as soon as they can from the IR. Um, Jacoby Myers has been really good, but um, I think he has a tough matchup. And Deion Jackson has a, a really bad matchup. So I'm going to go with Cordell Patterson and Joshua Palmer. Um, I agree with the two of yours, so I'm really not going to have to debate you on it. Well, I wasn't sure if you're going to say Jacoby Myers. All right, from the Torius fan, Mark Andrews out this week. Do you think Higby has a chance to have a good game? Um, his, his targets and receptions have been going down in the last few weeks, which is something that worries me. The Bucks do allow the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends, and I feel like this is a big game for both teams. Um, they can both look like utter shit like they have the entire season, or one of them can kind of pull away and maybe gain some momentum going on uh throughout the season so with that said um i don't think he's a bad play i would love to know who your other options are let us know who's on your waiver wire let us know who's on your bench if you're asking me if it's a good play i need to know who you're playing him over i think he's an okay play in a week that has bye weeks and mark andrews is out i completely agree i don't love the higby play um we saw him a lot more dominance in weeks one through five um, week before the bye, their offense moved better than it had all season, and that was it with him only getting two targets. Um, that's because once they started playing the speed demons at wide receiver, it opened up the offense a lot more for Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson to actually um, be more of who they who they both are. Um, we knew Cup, Cup was dominant, Robinson wasn't, um, but Robinson has been getting more involved. So 
Um, there, it doesn't look like they're taking Higby out of the game plan, but most of his points came from like tight end screens and and like stick routes, fifty like five six yards. Like that was really his game, and now he's become a little bit more of a blocker and more of a uh, uh, down or distraction in the flats. Like he's not really. Um, he's not playing the same role that he was in his last two matchups. So I don't hate the play because it's always possible that Sean McVay says Higby's matchups are a way to win. Um, but I do think that on a week-to-week basis, there's going to be better plays than Tyler Higby. All right. Deshaun, morning, fellas. Morning to you, Deshaun. Thanks for joining. Started limited Swift or A.J. Dillon at flex. Start DeAndre Swift because A.J. Dillon is borderline droppable at this point. I agree. All right. Dan Hager, thanks for joining. Thanks for do- uh, joining, Dan. Hey guys, half PPR need two. Uh, Brian Robinson, Tyler Algier, Cam Akers, and Rashad White. I will start Brian Robinson and Tyler Algier, the first two guys that you put here. Cam Akers, the report is that he is going to be active today, and we won't know how much action he gets until we see the game flow. Um, Rashad White is still the backup to Fournette, who I think is going to get a heavy workload. Um, but Brian Robinson and Algier have a chance to cut into their number one running backs uh, targets and snaps. So I would go with both of them. I don't love the matchups, but that's who I would go with. I agree. Um, if you have other options, send them over as well, because yeah, um, I'm not a fan of the plays, but uh, if it's only these four, you can roll with those yep. top two. Me and Ben's playlist mentioned the also DeAndre Carter. His question was Algier, Eno, Taysom Hill, or Kenyon Drake. Um, I would still go with um, Kenyon Drake, though, or Taysom, whichever one you like. Yep, I agree. From the Torius fan, another question. Uh, start one running back and one flex. Deontay Foreman, Deion Jackson, Tyler Boyd. Ooh, Deontay Foreman one. and Tyler Boyd. Deion Jackson, I hate the matchup. I really do. I agree with Nick in this one. I like Deion Jackson as a play, but Tyler Boyd has caught a touchdown in every game without Jamar Chase this year. Deontay Foreman's been too unstoppable to stop playing him. All right. See a bunch of Yep. Bunch of questions here. Thank you guys for the first time viewers slash listeners. We do the show every Sunday, 830 a.m. Eastern time, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Hopefully you join us every week. We love answering your fantasy questions. Share the links with your friends. Like this video on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. We'd appreciate that. As Connor's cruel son, thanks for joining again. Hey, guys, good morning. Good morning to you as well. So I got a tough spot for my tight end and don't know who to play between Hawkinson, Higby, or Likely. Um, I put them all on the same tier, which is really tough for me to kind of give you an opinion. Uh, I did see a report last night that Hawkinson's been running, you know, doing extra work to get involved in the playbook, and they do want to get him involved. That could be a really high-scoring game. Uh, but the football team is actually really good at defending tight ends. Actually, on Fantasy Pros right now, they're ranking above – uh, the Saints, who I've been gassing up as, as the toughest defense against tight ends. So, and that, at that point, if I like playing the matchups, that I don't love a new tight end on that team with, with other options at receiver. Um, I think I'll give Higby the slight edge over likely because, like I said, um, this game could potentially be high scoring or these teams are with other sh- utter shit and it's a 10 7 game, but I'll go with Higby. Um, I would still lean. Oh, I don't know. This is really tough because I think I, I don't like playing Hawkinson this week at all. But the Higby argument, I'm not, I don't love playing Higby anymore. And I agree with Nick, the likely matchup is tough. Um, if I had the choice, because I'm assuming you're going to have to pick up likely or Higby's on your bench, I think i just roll out Hawkinson and see what happens. They always try and get the new tight end the first touchdown. So there's always a shot that the, he gets the fourth touchdown, and that's good enough for your fantasy week. Okay. From uh, Joshua Shields, I am in a Yahoo head-to-head fantasy league, and I have four quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, and Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Who should I start in the second quarterback spot? 
Cousins, Gino, or Tua. The worry of Tua is the winds will be strong in Chicago today. Uh, I don't have the weather report up, but I know he's starting Herbert, so that leads us. Cousins, Gino, or Tua. Gino's getting MVP love, guys. Like, I've seen it on Twitter the entire week. Like, people around the league are believing in Gino. Now, man, they all have really good matchups. Like, Kirk's facing the um, the football team who's allowed, I think, the 12th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Um, the Cardinals have also allowed a lot. Um, the, the, these are all really good matchups. I think I'll go with Gino, though. He's looked really good. I'm a little biased. I know I got the Seahawks on my chest, but... I think I'll go with Gino in this one. Um, if the winds aren't bad over there, you got to play Tua every week. But check that weather report before you make this decision before 1 o'clock. I had Tua on my old bust, so this is a lot about um, what I think about him for the the game. So when I have tough quarterback start sits, I always go with which game has the highest over-under um, because I always think you know that's a very good metric. And if Vegas is saying it's going to be a high-scoring game, it's probably going to be a high-scoring game. So the over-under for Miami-Chicago is 45. Um, For the Seahawks, the over-under is 49. So you lean Geno over two of there. And then for Cousins and the Vikings, it is 43. So they're saying that that game is going to be a lot lower scoring. I think we all would have predicted it to be a higher scoring game. So I'll go with Geno. I go with the highest over-under. All right. Notorious fan says uh, Foster Moreau and Juwan Johnson are on waivers. Um, I believe his tight end was also Isaiah uh, was Higby. Um, I'll play Higby over Moreau and Juwan Johnson. Um, I would play Moreau over the other guys. All right. Welcome, uh, Joshua uh, Shields. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, Andrew, Andrew Stout. I don't want to mispronounce your name. I'm sorry. Full PPR. Deion Jackson, Christian Kirk, or Adam Thielen. Um, I like Adam Thielen this week. I think the game is going to be a bit more higher scoring. The football teams or the commanders. I don't know if they call them anymore at this point. Um, the commanders are really bad at defending wide receivers. So I think Adam Thielen has a chance to get into the end zone and have a couple receptions today. Um, I would go with Deion Jackson. I will take the workload here. I do think he's getting double digit uh, carries. And in his last two games, he had 14 catches but why would they not take it away you, you love going with the patriots defense i'm surprised you're not higher on them because because they're gonna have to use somebody like the only option for Ellen, they're going to lock down michael pittman there's gonna be no option in the passing game so maybe maybe they whip out nick Foles and uh i don't know and nick nick chubb had a bad game against the patriots nick chubb does i just it's tough for me you to know, say you want to know something crazy and I'm, we'll talk about it real quick you know how Colin Coward has his upsets of the week? Yeah. He predicts he the, the Colts. Colts didn't upset. He? God damn it. That nope. is the right. dumbest nope. pick I've ever seen. All right. From Fernando Luis, what's up? Tyler Algier, DJ Moore, and Brian Robinson. No PPR start two. No PPR. I'm looking for a guy that could score a touchdown. Um, the bang- I-, I did have DJ Moore on my old bus team, but the Bengals going to be missing their two starting corners today. So I'll say DJ Moore. And then... I will say Algier. Actually, uh, it's tough. I'll go Brian Robinson, actually. I'm going to change my opinion. I'll change Brian Robinson because he gets the goal line looks over there, even though Antonio Gibson should be getting all the looks. I would go with DJ Moore as the first starter. If you have someone else, like throw them out in the chat. Um, but then way, way down, I would probably take Algier over Brian Robinson, because I do think Algier is still going to find a way to get double-digit carries in the game. I think Algier and Brian Robinson are the same play this week for me in no PPR. 
Yeah, I mean it's the same thing. It's it's who gets the touchdown, and I, I would always I would probably bet on Atlanta's offense being better. All right. Andrea says, good morning, everyone. Good morning to you. Joshua Palmer, DJ Moore, PPR. Nick, I'm going to let you take this away because you've got Joshua Palmer on your all-boom team this week. Don't you have DJ Moore on your all-boom, or do you have him all bust? I'm, I'm all bust. Okay, so we're both in on Palmer this week. Yes, we are. Uh, I Wait, what'd you say? We are. I said we are. Yeah, oh, I thought you said you are. I was going to say you wanted to boom him, too. Um, let me pull up the stats for Joshua Palmer. But the, the dude had one bad game without Keenan Allen. Um, and the rest of them, w- or two bad games without Keenan, and the rest of them have been dominant. In his games without Keenan Allen, he has 13, 16, 15, and then the two low games at 5 and 7. Um, in the most recent game, he had 12 targets, 9 catches, 57 yards. That's 14.7 points. Atlanta allows the most points to the fantasy wide receiver position. So Joshua Palmer has been very, very good, very, very solid without Keenan Allen in the lineup, and now there's no Mike Williams either, so he gets to take over as a true um, wide receiver one over there. Also, they're coming off the bye week. There's not going to be a lot of the weapons that they're used to having out there. Palmer is one of the familiar faces to Justin Herbert. I do think he's going to be the most trusted receiver um, outside of tight end and running back there. So All right. um, I think he's the best play. You're very welcome, Fernando. Thanks for joining every week, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, If you're on YouTube right now or Facebook, please drop a like on the video. We'd appreciate that. Share the link with your friends. If you're also on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. From the show on 16-man league, do I start Demarcus Robinson, Denzel Mims, or Elijah Moore? I love this league. It always makes me do some some on-site research. Uh, I'll go with Demarcus Robinson of the three. I was thinking that, yeah. I mean, those Jets have a really tough matchup against the Bills today. I'll go with Demarcus Robinson. From LB Guy, who would you start a quarterback today? Justin Herbert or Kirk Cousins? I'll start uh, Herbert. Yeah. I, I, I know Kirk's playing, Kirk's playing at 1 o'clock against a really bad defense, but still, you drafted Herbert really high. I mean, I still think he passes the ball a lot, both the Palmer, Eckler, and Everett. And Kirk Cousins, you, Kirk Cousins, you just never know what you're getting with him, even if it's a, even if it's a 1 o'clock. Um, I want to see what the, the the everything is for this game because I'm very curious. Like the over under, the over under is 50 in this Atlanta game with the with the Chargers. The Chargers are coming off a bye against the team that allows the most points to the fantasy wide receiver position. So I'm assuming inherently that the quarterback puts up a lot of stats um, from that. So I, I'm a, I'm a roll out Justin Herbert off the bye. I know yeah. he hasn't been great, but this has been the best matchup he's had all year. Deshaun says without their quarterbacks without top weapons, so I go Herbert or Lamar. I'm going Herbert. Lamar needs his weapons a lot more than Herbert does, in my opinion. Um, Herbert can stuff the stat sheet where Lamar is facing a tougher defense, tougher matchup on Monday night. He's missing his top weapons. Uh, they didn't trade for a receiver at the deadline when they should have. I'd go with Justin Herbert. Um, Yeah, I, I agree with you here. I would roll them out. Joe says, congratulations on 100 subs. Thank you, guys. We're at 102 right now. I just checked. We appreciate that. If you haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, please do that. If you haven't followed us on our social media channels, we're Primetime FF Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Very simple. Please give us a follow on there. And then Facebook, Primetime Fantasy Podcast can like that page as well. Um, if you're watching this video on Facebook or YouTube, please drop a like on the video. We appreciate that. Andrea says, thanks again. Thank you. Keep asking those questions. We'll keep answering them. From Fernando, when do you think Odell is coming back? Trying to pick him up quick. Nick had him as a pickup like two weeks ago, but then reports were surfacing that his foot or ankle, whatever it is, is not 100% yet, and he may not play until December. So, I mean, if you have a spot on your roster, like, keep him, but you can't put him on your IR. 
So you have to eat that bench spot for a couple of weeks until he signs somewhere. And to me, I, I struggle with having open spots on my roster. I had to drop a defense this week, which I didn't want to, 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 to pick up Deion Jackson. So I don't think he's rosterable for another month at least. Um, I do still think he is rosterable if you have a competing team. Um, if, if you are guaranteed the playoffs, so there's no one on your bench that you're going to comfortably play over your starters, then pick up Odell because he. I think he would have signed with the Rams during the Rams bye week. Because they didn't, I do think he's going to lean and go towards Buffalo. So if he is going to go to Buffalo, he's going to take over as Josh Allen's slot receiver. You only need one week after the after his return game before you're going to feel comfortable playing him, before he sees the full snap share. And he can – I mean, we've seen Odell out on the football field. We, we know Odell is talented when he has good quarterback play, and Josh Allen will be the best quarterback he's had in his entire career. All right. From Raul Sonota, pick two. Joshua Palmer, Ellen Lazard, or Cordell Patterson. Um, that's your first question, so let's handle that one first. I'm assuming this is PPR. Um, please let us know. But Joshua Palmer for me. Um, and then Alan Lazard. I, I don't love yep. Alan Lazard. And I, I've been talking about Patterson the whole show. So that, that's how you know that I actually like the Alan Lazard play. Um, the Lions are terrible on defense. They have the worst defense in the league. So play play those two. I completely agree. Lazard is the most underrated fantasy receiver. Um, and then also, also asking Gino or Kirk, play Gino. He's playing lights out right now. He did say PPR. He's playing lights out right now. He's playing at an MVP level. Play Gino Smith. I can't believe yep. I'm saying that. I can't believe those are words coming out of my mouth. I, I agree. Roll out Gino. Um, I said to my roommate yesterday, I said, I should replace this photo here with the picture of Gino saying. Don't that would be back. so funny. I should. I might do that next week. I might tape a picture of Gino on there and say, don't write back or something. <laughs> I should do that. All right. For Andrea, another question. Uh, likely or Tunyon PPR? We talked about this a couple of times. I'll play Tunyon. Um, Lions defense is really bad against everything, especially fast catchers. So I'll play Tunyon with the matchup. Uh, I don't like the Saints matchup for likely, even though he could have the volume. I think Tunyon's a safer play. I think Tunyon's a safe play to get you a couple of receptions, but I think with a volume that likely he's going to get, he could be a boomer bust play. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's boomer bust for likely Tunyon's going to be safe. So based on what your matchup is, like make your you can make your decision there. We appreciate your support, Deshaun. Thank you so much. We appreciate the support of all you guys that join us every week, that like our stuff, that listen to the shows during the week. Um, we plug all this stuff to you. We have a link tree on all our social media, so we appreciate every way that you guys support us. You, you guys make it fun to wake up at 8.30 in the morning, um, even when I have a busy day and other stuff going on. <laughs> From Scott Green, Justin Fields or Jared Goff, full PPR. Um, Nick, I'm going to let you take this one. I don't like golf this week. I think I think golf was my bust this week. Um, I don't like the Packers matchup, but you love Justin Fields' matchup, so I'm letting you take I it. love Justin Fields this week. He, right now he's the QB11. Sorry as I look down, I got my notes. No, that's uh, okay. the last show. Uh He's the QB 11 over the last four games. He's averaging 21 points per game. His last two matchups were his highest scoring games of the season in Dallas and in New England, two of the toughest, two of the toughest defenses in the NFL against the quarterbacks. Over that span, he has seven total touchdowns, two of them being on the ground. He has over 10 carries per game over that span. And now he gets the Dolphins, who are allowing the seventh most points to fantasy quarterbacks. Um, I think Fields has to be started now. Um, I, I think we got to get, you know, there were a lot of players like even Trey Lance when we went into the year, like I was high on him as a talent. But even if you didn't think he was talented, you knew his workload was going to be enough to be fantasy relevant most weeks. Jalen Hurts was drafted last year because we didn't know if he was a good quarterback, but we did know that he was going to have a lot of work on the ground and a lot of work in the air. So when you know a guy is going to consume that much of your offense, 
you have to start them off workload alone. And now he has one of his better matchups over the last few weeks. And in the tough matchups, he delivered for fantasy. All right. Um, Nick, please let, let us know if we get any questions on Twitter. I don't know if they're coming through. Um, if you're on Twitter yeah. and your question didn't come through, we apologize. Um, this is a StreamYard issue, not an us issue. Jared Holiday. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining again, Jared. He's a first-time viewer last week. I let him know to come watch the show, and he did, and I'm happy that he's back. Pittman or DJ Moore? Also, do I start Hawkinson over Hurst? So let's start with that first question. DJ Moore's on my bus team, but I'm actually going to start DJ Moore over Pittman because uh, the Patriots are going to take away the number one weapon. They're going to make this a nightmare matchup for Sam Ellinger. Um, I'll play DJ Moore because the Bengals are missing their their two corners. So, um, And he plays better with PJ Walker, so I'll start DJ Moore. I agree. I have Pittman on my old bus this week, and he's a player that I love. He's a player both of us, I think, love. Yep. Um, but and I and I have been very low on DJ Moore this year, but I hate Pittman's matchup against New England. DJ Moore, I don't love the play, but I do think he's shown a lot more ceiling in the last few weeks with Walker. So I'll roll him out. And he has Hawkinson or Hurst. Um, I'll play Hurst. The Bengals. They need to have a good offensive game today. I think they really have to. I mean, if they don't, they're in trouble. Um, on top of that, they're they're missing Jamar Chase, so targets have to go around. Um, I think Boyd and Hurst are, are better plays today than they would be with uh, Jamar Chase. I completely agree. All right. From Rude Boy, Julie, Patterson for Hopkins or Najee for Cooper? I have Drake, Kamara, Gordon Henderson Jr. Help me chat three to five. Um, I think you're asking a trade, I think I want to say. Um, I would not trade. Uh, if you could get DeAndre Hopkins, do it. Yep. That, that's that's an easy one. Um, let us know if that's a trade question. If it is, um, play DeAndre Hopkins or get DeAndre Hopkins for sure. Every week, get DeAndre Hopkins. From Juan Carlos Castillo, Pete Flex PPR, Brian Robinson, Isaiah Pacheco, Rashad White, Robert Woods, or Kadarius Tony. Um, Robert Woods is bad. Uh, that's a bad place. We're not playing Robert Woods. I got um, mine. Kadarius Tony. You could go then because I'm not confident in any of these guys really. I'm confident Kadarius Tony this week. Oh they man, traded- I was I was just about to talk about how I'm not confident in him. They traded for him two weeks ago, so now he's had a full week of you know he was injured supposedly. I don't think he was hurt. I think that they were sidelining him, or he was saying he was hurt to try and get out of there. I think something shady was going on over there, and we'll learn more about it within the next year or so. I think Kadarius Tony was healthy. I think he's very talented, and now he gets Andy Reid, and he is Walmart. Um, he is Walmart Tyreek Hill. They said that they traded for Kadarius Tony for a reason, and now he is going to be worked in. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes off of bye are electric. That combination has averaged about 300 yards and two and a half touchdowns off of that. So Patrick Mahomes now with Kadarius Tony, who might not step in and be the wide receiver too right now, but he is going to be an electric piece of the most dominant offense in football. You have got to lock him in over these guys. Juan, if you want a safer play, like a good eight to 10 points, play Brian Robinson. If you want a boomer bust, play Kadarius Tony, as, as Nick was just told you everything good about him. Um, Rude Boy, I do see it's a trade question. So, yes, if somebody's going to trade you DeAndre Hopkins, um, go do it. But if you could get, if you could do Najee for Hopkins, I kind of like that one more than Patterson. But um, see what you could do there. If you could get Hopkins, that's a win no, ma- no matter what, kind of. Yeah, I agree. Go get him. You're welcome, Jared. Thanks for joining. Uh, thank you all for joining. We have a, n- a lot of new watchers in here. I'm seeing them. Um, if this is your first time, welcome in. Hopefully, we're helping you answer your questions. Um, please share the show on Twitter. We tweeted it. Drop a retweet on that. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, drop a like on the video. Share the link with your friends. Uh, we do the show every week, 8.30 a.m. Eastern time on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Hope to see you every week. And we have four shows during the week that are recorded to help you out through the rest of your fantasy week. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for all the support. And, you know, 
we, we appreciate that. Um, I glazed over uh, two questions. I apologize for that. Let me go back. From George Cook, playing T. Higgins this week, but worried he's not going to get looks and will be shut down by Horn. Um, I don't think so. I, I think he'll be fine. Um, T. Higgins is too talented. I don't think there's many corners in the league that can shut him down. Um, the Bengals are still going to spread the ball around, but I think Higgins should still have a, a pretty dominant game. I wouldn't bench him. I don't think I don't think you could bench him if that's what you're asking. I don't talk Bengals, but I'm still not benching T. Higgins. Yep. All right. From Jesus Christ of the League, should I trade Mike Evans for Leonard Fournette if I need a running back? Um, no, I think you could find a better running back out there. Um, I mean, I would have said ETN a couple weeks ago, but I think his trade value has skyrocketed. Um, maybe Josh Jacobs. He had a bad game uh, last week. So if you go, go go get Josh Jacobs, I think that's a pretty good guy to target. Try to target good players that have had bad weeks. Um, so I, I think that's one that you could go target. But Mike Evans is too much value. If you're trading Mike Evans, he's not only does he have value as, as a stat a stat sheet stuffer, but his name holds value. And that's one thing you got to remember. If you're playing in a fantasy league and you have a, a name player that's one of those guys, People like the name players. People like a Mike Evans more than like a Javante Williams. I know he's hurt, but Javante Williams isn't a name player. That's a fantasy guy that fantasy guys know. Um, so if you have a name player, go get to yourself a name player back for him. Yeah, that's that's fair. I, I wouldn't want to trade Mike Evans if I'm yeah. here at this point. Though. Yeah, I agree. All right, sit one from Riley. I don't want to say your last name. I apologize. Sit one, Ramon J. Stevenson, Deontay Foreman, Joe Mixon, Jamal Williams. Sit one. That's, that's interesting. That's really tough. I mean, I want to play Mixon for sure. I think I um, I mean, I think I want to play Jamal Williams. I think he'll be the running back one over there. But I'm trying to see uh, how, how I, good. A... I think I would bench Jamal Williams at the three because I think yeah, I'm starting to lean that way. Three are clear cut RB ones in their yeah. Offense, even though Damian Harris will peek into Ramondre's uh, workload. Ramondre's been way too dominant on the ground to take to bench him at this point. And Jamal Williams has been very good, and he probably is a very good chance that he finishes the year with the most touchdowns at the running back position. But I still don't trust banking on a Lions running back, um, especially over these three. Like, you're very set at running back. I think your other three are more than good to go. Okay. Um, Ruboy says, thanks, guys. Everyone like, sub, and share. Thank you, Ruboy. Appreciate you, you uh, gassing us, us up a little bit. Scott Green, need one flex. Mac Collins or Deion Jackson? Um Okay, Matt Collins to me is your boomer bust play. If you want a guy that has a chance at 20 points or four points, play Matt Collins. If you want a safe play where Deion Jackson could get you like eight to 10, play Deion Jackson. I think Deion Jackson will get you double digit points. And I think he does have a lot more upside um, than Hollins. I don't know. Hollins is a, a good matchup against Jacksonville. Tight ends missing and he's played more snaps and got more receptions than. Uh, it's going to be the Devontae Adams show over there. Devontae should have. Is double- it? Because it's never the Devontae Adams show anymore. Well, I mean, that's what I try telling everybody before the year, but, you know. Well, is, no one wanted to listen. You, you, you didn't know that one a bit, but, you know, <laughs> Cortland Sutton's not getting the show over there. It's really messing <laughs> up my fantasy teams. All right. From Ben Schuler, Antonio Gibson, Cordell Patterson, or Singletary. Is this PPR, Ben? If this is PPR, oh, well, actually, it doesn't matter. Cordell Patterson. What am I saying? Yeah, Cordell Patterson. That's the lock. From Calvo, one more question. You could ask as many questions as you like. We'll keep answering them. Uh, Isaiah Likely or Hurst? I'm going to go Hurst. I think it's the safer play. I like safer plays at tight end, but Isaiah Likely is your boomer bust for me at least. If you want to listen to Nick, and that's fine. Um, we, we've both been right or wrong, but Nick is going to talk up Likely as a better play than I am. No, but I'm still rolling at Hurst. I'm still rolling. Oh, really? Rolling oh. Yeah, yeah. oh, okay. Gotcha. So we're, we're both picking Likely then. No, we're both, both picking Hurst. We're both picking first Calvo. Yeah. All right. Uh, Walter Mahone. Walker needs to leave my football team alone, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, 
I'm confused about this one. Maybe someone said something about the Falcons. In the uh, maybe. All right. Uh, from John Wells. Just saying hello because Nick Cap is personally, per- purposely sending me bad info so he wins the league. Hashtag sabotage. I don't know what you're talking about. I got. I mean, I don't need to send him bad info. I'm two games ahead, seven and one. No, no one's close in a 14 man league. Like, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to send you any. Right. I just hope I don't lose to Grandma Bobchi this week. I can't Uh-oh. lose to my girlfriend's grandma. Uh oh. From Luca Magic. Nice seeing you again, Luca. I know I've seen you a couple weeks in a row now. Uh, would you change anything rest of year? Well. First off, it's a tough question to ask because I, I could tell you every week that there's changes to me to be made. Uh, Twelve man half PPR: Cousins, Etienne, Walker, Evans, AJ Brown, Goddard, Chubb, Brian Robinson, Allen Robinson, Rashad White, or uh, Cortland Sutton, and Deion Jackson. I would I would say no, but things can change week to week. There could be five injuries today. Somebody could outsnap somebody today. It's tough to answer that question right now because you're not setting a lineup for the entirety of the next twelve weeks. Um, but for now, I think you're looking pretty solid. Uh, you have a very, very good team for a 12-man uh, league. The only change I would make is go and try and get one of the star quarterbacks. Um, that's where you're going to get more of the points in your lineup. That's the, I think um, Cousins and Carr, you're going to play one or the other based on matchup. I think I would rather get someone the rest of the year. He did ask, do I drop Carr for Danny Dimes the rest of the year? I don't think so. <clears throat> you could play the matchups on a week-to-week basis, but I, I don't think so. Daniel Jones is getting a lot of work on the ground, though. So He it, is, but... I still but, don't believe in the Giants. I think that's Saquon and the rest. I'm going to take a quick look at the uh, the Giants' rest of the season schedule because right. I think I think he could be a very good um, play more weeks than not. All right. Um, um, I'm, going to, I'm going to go to Joe's question. Who's a better rest of the season, Najee or Foreman? I mean, Najee's a double-digit points. Unless I, I wish I could answer this question after today because if Foreman goes out there and has another great game today, then I'm going to say Foreman. But, you know... If this week or next week it turns into a committee with Hubbard, um, I don't know if Hubbard's playing today. No, he's, he's out. He's out. Okay. Um, if he has another good game this week and next week, I would say Foreman. But at the moment, like Najee's at double-digit fantasy points. I think in three of the last four matchups, he's not producing like he did last year. But he's still he's still to me a guaranteed workload guy. Whereas Foreman, I fear just I don't know how much faith they have in him. If that makes sense. That's fair, but Foreman has shown the safer floor and he's shown the higher upside so far. So. I think I don't want to take Foreman over him, but I do think it is Foreman. And it's not an indictment on Najee. It's more so praise of Foreman. All right. Um, did you look up at the rest of the schedule? Yeah, so they're on the bye this week. Then they go Houston, easy. Detroit, easy. At Dallas, tough. Washington, easy. Philly, hard. Uh, at Washington for the playoffs, first week, easy. At Minnesota, pretty easy. And then championship week, Indy, which is average matchup so, so i think you, Daniel you, you, would, you would play him in two of those fan two of those playoff matchups probably and you're gonna play him in three to five of the yeah oh yeah yeah all right it's worth the pickup yeah from lb guy two of the three wide receiver to start lockett jacoby myers or joshua palmer joshua palmer and tyler lockett i'm going josh palmer and jacoby byers all right from Don Haggard, Hayden Hurst or Kyle Pitts, full PPR play Hayden Hurst. Um, I'm a Kyle Pitts owner, and it's just like, and I didn't draft him, by the way. I traded for him. Um, but it's a nightmare to own Kyle Pitts. You just don't know what you're getting every week. I think Hurst is the safer play, but Hurst, Pitts had a good game last week. So if Pitts has another good game this week, then maybe he turns the season around a little bit. I, I would agree that I would play, I'd probably play Pitts more weeks than not, but, and I don't know how good the Chargers have been to the tight end, if you could pull that up, but 
I know Derwin James is probably going to be shadowing him all game. So that is a oh. scary matchup for me. Let's see. Chargers against tight ends. They're in like they're 15 or 16. They're not okay, they're so not they're top right. again. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't like the James matchup. He'll he might not see him all game, but he'll see him a lot. So yeah, I agree. I'll go with her. <laughs> all right. From Osvaldo Rubio, need two for half PPR flex. Garrett Wilson, Zay Jones, Drake London, Brian Robinson, Khalif Raymond. Um my first one I like is Zay Jones because he's been productive in the Jaguars offense and he's facing the Raiders defense that's so, so bad. They might be just as they're, – they're, they're up there with the Lions as the worst defense against mainly receivers. So I'll play Zay Jones as for your second one. I don't know. How, how, how are you feeling about the second one? Maybe maybe Khalif Raymond. I think he's going to be the second one over there on, on Detroit. I don't love the matchup, but he should get some volume. I think this is one where I would probably just say roll out the talent over the situation. Um, and for me, the two talented guys on this list are the two rookies in Drake London and Garrett Wilson. Um, the Chargers are miserable to opposing fantasy uh, wide receivers. And with Cordell Patterson out on the field, Drake London has has his three best games um, of the year. Garrett Wilson now with no Corey Davis, with Elijah Moore in his situation, has been the most trusted wide receiver out there. Last week, he put up 100 yards in a game where they were behind the entire day. Um um, against uh, the Patriots, Zach Wilson also threw for 350 yards. I know he has the interceptions, but that's not a fantasy football issue. That's a football issue. So if he's going to put up yards like that against Buffalo and he's going to get down the field with the bad game script later in the game, it doesn't matter because all you need is fourth quarter, three catches for 70 yards with the chance of the touchdown. Like He, he has more upside for the 100-yard game than I think any of the other receivers on this list. All right, from Andreas says, have a good have a good day. Have a great day to you as well. You Thanks too. for joining us. We appreciate that. Thanks for asking some questions. Anthony Burns, half point PPR start, start two. Allen Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and likely thank you. Man, I busted Allen Robinson, but he's been back-to-back weeks with double-digit fantasy points, and I just love playing the receivers over like tight ends. So I'll play Allen Robinson and then I'll play Kyle Pitts. I agree. Don't love it. George Cook, another question. Start Amon Ross St. Brown or Jacoby Myers, half PPR, Amon Ross St. Brown. I have Amon Ra on my bust and Myers on my boom, so I would say that. But I think if you ask me over 17 weeks, there's probably 15 I would start Amon Ra. Yeah. Joe says Kyle Pitts or Naheem Hines. Um, I'll play Kyle Pitts. Hines' first game in the offense. The Jets have been really good against running backs. They've been good against everything. everything. The Jets have been a good defense, so I'll play Kyle Pitts. Better matchup. I completely agree. Isaiah Likely or Hayden Hurst. We've answered this one a couple times from Jay Judah. Um, I'll play Hayden Hurst. I agree. All right. From Kevin Simonson, Drake London or Garrett Wilson, full PPR. We just spoke about this. This is an interesting question. I'll play Drake London. He has the better matchup. I agree. We're all agreeing. Matt Belts, Deion Jackson, Jamal Williams, or Juju? Play uh, Juju, man. Juju's been looking really good, man. Oh, oh yeah. It's only one. Yeah, the we... Titans are abysmal. <laughs> we agree. You're welcome. Thanks for asking the question. Thank you all for asking the questions. A lot of first-time viewers. I see here new faces. Love seeing you guys in here. Um, please join the show every week, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Um, and ask some questions at 8.30 a.m. each week. We appreciate that. If you're on YouTube or Facebook right now, please drop a like on the video. If you're on YouTube, also subscribe to us. We appreciate that as well. If you're on Twitter, please drop a retweet on the video. Follow us everywhere. We have link trees on all our social media, so we appreciate all the support. Thank you all. From Jim Parsons, think I saw you on Twitter, my man. Thank you for joining the show. Colts defense versus Hurt offensive line of New England or go with Hot Seattle versus Hurt O-line of Arizona? 
I don't really, I don't like talking about my team most of the time because I'm a doubter. Um, I think I kind of want to lean Seattle here. They've looked good and, and, and the Cardinals don't score points in the first half. I agree. Um, and I'm shocked that I'm saying this, but um, Seattle's been very good. Kyler's been very turnover prone. I know New England's been turnover prone, but ba- Belichick knows what he's doing. Like, and I, I'm not sure Cliff Kingsbury knows what he is. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm with I, you on that. I think I'd rather not go up against Belichick if it's the close one. From Aaron uh, Cantu, full PPR, Kadon, Noah Fant, or Foster Moreau while they're not playing. Um, play Foster Moreau. I think he has the highest chance of scoring a touchdown and getting a couple receptions over these guys. Yep, absolutely. I'm not even sure if Noah Fant is the starter because they like Will Disley over there. I mean, Kadon, I know he's with the Bucks, but he's not He's not Gronk. So. Yep. From Kevin Simonson says, thanks. You're very welcome, Kevin. Thanks for joining and asking the question. We thank you. From Jesus when Celesco, when Celesco, I don't know, I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, Joshua Palmer, Jacoby Myers, full PPR, start Joshua Palmer. I'm all in on Joshua Palmer this week. He's going to be the wide receiver one over there. He's going to get a lot of targets. We're both in on Palmer. I'll roll out Palmer as well. From Sakit Meridi, I'm sorry if I'm butcher- butchering that. Um, start one, Jamal, what? We can finally disagree. On Jamal that. Williams, Rondell Moore, or Deion Jackson, full PPR. Um. I think I'll give Jamal Williams the edge since I think he's going to get most of the workload over there. I don't love Deion Jackson against the Patriots said it the entire show. Um, Rondell Moore's facing the Seattle defense who's been very good, but Rondell Moore's been very good. So, but I'll go with Jamal Williams. You know, Nick, Deion Jackson really has the opportunity to be like, I don't know who would be a good comp for me. I hope you're right because I'm playing him in Dynasty, but I don't have confidence (laughs) in him against the New England Patriots. They're going to get blown out. They're facing a rookie quarterback. They're going to get blown out. The Colts are getting blown out in this one. I don't know. I I really do like Deion Jackson. I think he's very, I think he's also a lot more talented than people think. I think he's talented, but he's facing the Patriots defense. They're going to shut him down. He had two games as a starter, and those two games, he he had well over 10 carries. I thought he had one. I thought it was one. No, in the two ga- in his two games as a starter, Deion Jackson. I thought he only had one game as a starter. No, he had two. Are you sure about that? I thought yep. I only only had one because so I saw people arguing about this on fantasy Twitter yesterday, and they're saying in the one start that he had, it was a a really favorable matchup. The did, first one. Did he start uh, against Denver? I don't think yes. he started against Denver. Yes, he did because that was the first game Taylor went down. That he missed back to back weeks. Taylor. Okay. It was uh maybe Hines was the starter that week and then Hines went down, but I think Hines, I, I yeah, think I, I, I think Hines down. went down with a concussion that night. It was, it was the yeah, first play yeah, of the game. Yeah, went okay, down. so maybe that that was it. Right, so that's but, what I uh, see on fantasy Twitter. So his one game as the official playing as starter, he scored twenty eight points, but against Denver, he had thirteen. Yep, and in that game, he had ten catches on ten targets for. Yeah, I don't know. Patriots defense scares me. From Jim Parsons, thanks guys. Love the quick answers. Well. Thank you, Jim. Um, if we if we're pretty solid on a, on an answer, we will give a quick one. But if you know if we want to delve into it, we we definitely do. So uh, we appreciate all of you guys joining. Um, we're gonna be live for about another 15, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and I gotta take my doggy to get to get groomed. Um, so I apologize about leaving a little bit early than we would on a normal Sunday. Uh, you know. But with that said, um, keep asking those questions for another 10, 15 minutes. We're gonna answer all of them, and until we stop, um, keep supporting us on our social medias, on our subscribers, and all that other fun stuff. So. From Joe, Deion Jackson is Dearness Johnson. It's not a bad comp. No, it's it is a bad comp. No, it's not. Dearness Johnson had like twenty plus fantasy points in three games last year because Chubb and Hunt were out. I like that comp. I guess. No, it's um, it's a uh, Demetric Felton. That's the one. That's the comp. <laughs> All right. 
All right. Well, for the first time in the 47 minutes of the show, we don't have a question. So I'll keep asking those questions, guys. But for now, we will talk about some injury news of the day that you should be aware of. Um, in the one o'clock games, the injury news is Swift has a shoulder and ankle injury. He sh- he's going to be active, but will be in a lim- limited role like last week. Um, I-, I don't know how limited he's actually going to be, though. I know he was very limited last week, but second week back, um, I don't know how limited he's going to be. Um, I'm worried about playing him, but I'm not really confident in benching him unless you have two really good options, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, here's a question from Jim. Uh, Michael Pittman, Curtis Samuel, or Isaiah McKenzie, full PPR, also starting Gabriel Davis. Um, I would start Curtis Samuel here. The Vikings, I believe, have allowed the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers, and the Commanders, I think, have allowed the eighth most. So we could end up seeing a shootout here, or maybe both quarterbacks just stink it up. But I would play Curtis Samuel in this one. Um, that's tough. I, I wouldn't play McKenzie because of the stack. I also don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to stack both of them. So that leaves you Pittman. Although who's I will say, I do think McKenzie has a better matchup than people think because the the Jets have struggled. Struggled. Jesus Christ, have struggled with slot receivers all year. And I'm saying McKenzie only runs out of the slot, and Gabe Davis is probably going to have DJ Reed or um, Sauce on him. So if you play both, you're going to kind of be a lot safer. Um, but I do think I would roll out talent here because it is a tough question, and I'd probably roll out Pittman, even though I don't like the matchup. All right. Vidrail Pat and Justin Herbert or Tua play Justin Herbert. You drafted him to Herbert. play him. You play him every week, basically. Yes, sir. All right, from Bob Hobart. Uh, I think it's Deion Jackson, I'm assuming, or Michael Carden yep. Flex. I will now lean Deion Jackson. <laughs> I agree. In full PPR. Um, Joe says, should I drop – Car for Heineke. I'm against Terry and Curtis Samuel. Are you playing Heineke this week? Or are you just picking him up to pick him up? That's a good question. Uh, but even if you have Car against Jacksonville, so it might not be worth. Yeah, it. I, I wouldn't. All right, Khalif Raymond worth a start? Um, it it it, it depends. Are you? Are you like who are you starting him over? So let us know in the chat who's on your bench, who's on your waiver wire, etc. Bryce Long, in all caps, help. Do I trade Kamara and Foreman for CMC? I mean, Who else, who else do you have? Yeah, let us know who you have because you're, you're giving up two starting running backs for CMC, and they're both playing very well right now. You're pretty much giving up two league winners for the best running back in fantasy rest of the year. Yeah, let us know. So it's, I mean, you could do it if you have the depth, but if yep. not, then... Anyway. Joe, who's your other quarterbacks? Is, is Carr your starter? Like, who did you draft? Let us know who your other quarterbacks are because I don't... I would play Carr over Heineke this week if that's what you're asking. But okay, um, some other injuries that we could talk about here. Um, Damian Harris with an illness is unlikely to play. That makes Ramondre Stevenson a much more sexy play to me this week. Um, your thoughts on that? No, I agree. I mean, Stevenson should have been must start anyway, and this. I mean, I, I think it's Stevenson's back. backfield now. I'm not sure Damian Harris gets his way back in there. Yeah, there were rumors about them trading Harris before the deadline too, so I, I have to agree with you. All right, Joe says Dax on by, so let's play Carr this week. Yeah, just roll him out. And Dax From Brandon Powell, uh, thanks for joining the show. Start two, Patterson, London, Eno, Benjamin. Didn't mean to cut you off there, but we were both talking. No, you're good, you're good. Um, I'm starting Patterson and Drake London. Um, I think James Conner is going to start today for the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I'll roll out Patterson, London. I, okay. I like the Eno play. But All right. better than those two. Bryce says his running backs are Stevenson, Pierce, Walker, Kamara. Yeah, you're Foreman. making that deal. <laughs> in, that, in that case, yeah, make that trade. But would you, would you rather package two other guys? Would you maybe package Kamara and Stevenson? I'd rather get Foreman out of there. 
Yeah. Okay. So Duke Kamara and Foreman. I think so high on Foreman, and and Kamara has been hot, but I don't know if he's going to keep it up or if there's still a chance he gets suspended before the end of the year. Yep, I would do it. Not out of the playbook. From Andre Aravalo, I don't know how to say that name. I'm sorry. Jacoby Myers or Rondell Moore, 0.5 PPR. Um, I don't love the matchup. Play Jacoby Myers. Completely agree, but I do like the matchup. All right, we have about eight minutes left, guys. If you're still watching the show, drop those questions now. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, please drop a like on this video. Um, if you're on Twitter, you can drop a like as well, share the link, etc. We appreciate all that. Oh. Jim again, Alan Lazard and Joshua Palmer. Nick's gonna have trouble with this one. Um, I've kind of been fading Alan Lazard the entire season, so I'm gonna have to go Joshua Palmer here, but they're both really good plays. This is a tough question, and Jim, I could be completely wrong about it. It's it's a tough one. So, Jim, honestly, I would say play whoever you're confident in, but if you want my opinion, I would play Joshua Palmer. I'm playing him in two leagues today. That sucks because I, I was hoping – I'm not joking. I was hoping I avoided this question today. <laughs> um, uh, shit. I'm going Alan Lazard. I All don't right. want to do it, but I'm bad. From Braden Powell, I need to activate Patterson off the IR. Do I drop Tony, Hardman, or Pacheco? Uh, drop Hardman. Hardman. Yep. All right. Vigil says, Khalif Raymond or DeAndre Carter in the flex? In this point, play Khalif Raymond, I think. No, nah, play Carter. Think so? Yeah. All right. Against Atlanta. Absolutely. Bryce says, okay, thank you guys. Yep, that's the only reason I'm doing it, because he might get suspended. Yep, do it. I would do it. You're welcome, Jim. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate that. Uh, we love helping you guys. I love answering your questions. So thanks for joining us. And, you know, we're live every week, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. John Wells, Michael Pittman, or Michael Hardman? Um, I don't love the matchup. I play Michael Pittman. I, I fear Michael Hardman could probably potentially get outsnapped by Kadarius Tony. Uh, I thought I, I was told he didn't want my advice, so I will uh, respectfully decline to answer. <laughs> All right, drop the Niners defense to pick up Pacheco over Benjamin today. Do you have to play Pacheco or Benjamin? I don't know. Like I, I, I don't love Pacheco or Benjamin. So if you don't have to play either of them, don't make a move. I would play Benjamin over Pacheco. I'm gonna look even. at the, the 49ers schedule. I mean, they do. They, I, I think you could get away with dropping them because they do have a tough schedule coming up. They do have the Rams. They have the Chargers. They have the Cardinals. The Saints. They don't have give me games down the stretch. So I think they're droppable if you have to make a move. Oh, he was going the opposite of me. Well, <laughs> this guy. Uh, I, I would. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not opposed to dropping the Niners. It is a tough schedule. Yeah. All right. Whatever. From Andre, Myers and Ronda Moore are facing tough defenses, but why Myers over Moore? The defense is tougher over them. Um, Yeah, so... I have my takes on both. Yes, yes. I'll I'll give my takes as well. So here's my thing. I have Jacoby Myers on my bus team this week because of the tough matchup against the Colts. Um, Nick's going to speak about Jacoby Myers in a second, so that's really all I want to say on that. Um, Rondo Moore also has a tough matchup against Seattle, but the Cardinals start slow. Every single week they're down points. Um, And and until they're not down points and until they don't start slow, I can't really tell you otherwise. So if they go into a hole against Seattle, I think Seattle plays their brand of football. They play defense. They run the ball with Kenneth Walker, and that's going to limit opportunities for Rondell Moore. It's going to limit opportunities for him to score. Um, Tyreek Woolen's also been excellent at cornerback this season. Um, So I I would go Myers because of the opportunity. He scored double-digit fantasy points, I think, in four or five straight matchups. Um, I trust Bill Belichick more than I trust Cliff Kingsbury. Um, and he's the, he's the number one over there. Jacoby Myers is the wide receiver number one. And Rondon Moore's behind DeAndre Hopkins, who's going to eat up a lot of targets. So I and, and, and Zach Ertz as well is, is really a really great tight end. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's a really great tight end. And uh, Seattle's but really bad against tight ends. Sometimes when you speak loud, like the mic doesn't adjust. Um, and it's just like you're absolutely screaming. And it's like oh, really? crazy. 
All right. I mean, you should hear it back so you know what it does. But I'll get, I'll give you my – I have notes on both the players for this week. So, Jacoby Myers, he missed two games this year, and right now is the wide receiver 26. But wide receiver 26 is based on totals. It's not based on average. Um, in terms of average points, he has the 13th most points per game for all the wide receivers in the league. Um, and above him includes DeAndre Hopkins, who's only played two games, Hollywood Brown, who is going to be out for an extended period of time, and Michael Thomas, who's out for the rest of the season. So if you want to go based on guys that played over five games and will continue playing the rest of the season, he is technically a top 10 uh, fantasy receiver. Um, he looked impressive against the Jets, but and the Jets have been good against corners. What Bill Belichick knew to do was to move him over to the slot because that's where the Jets' weakness is, and that's where Myers was able to be efficient. That's somewhere he doesn't typically see on the field. Um, and the Jet, the Belichick knows how to move his personnel, his best players around, and I think he recognizes that Myers is the best player over there, and the stats are there. On top of that, he hasn't a single game under double digit points all year, um, and he has three touchdowns in his, in uh, in his last four games. So he's getting the workload to see it. He's got the average points. Um, and he's continuously delivering. On the other side, Rondell Moore, uh, he's going up against Seattle, top five, who is top five against uh, fantasy wide receivers. His only fantasy uh, relevant day has been with a touchdown last week against Minnesota, who is a lot worse to the receiver position, and he's pretty much just been so inconsistent. I do think he is going to be a good stash play, but for right now, Jacoby Myers hasn't given you a reason to bench him. Rondell Moore hasn't given enough for you to start him. All right, Andre, hopefully we gave it up info for you to make that decision. Um, thanks for asking the question. From Ball Glove Blueprint, Eno Benjamin or Brian Robinson in a PPR league, what's the latest on Connor? The latest on Connor as of midnight last night um, is that James Connor is should be active, but he's going to test it pregame. So here's my take. If James Connor is inactive for any reason, play Eno Benjamin. If he, Oh, I guess you can't make the decision because Brian Robinson is playing at 1 o'clock. In that case, play Brian Robinson because you won't know Connor's status till 4 o'clock, and I don't want to play backup Eno Benjamin. Um, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you there. All right. From N3, I've seen you a couple times on the show. Thank you for joining every week. Naheem Hines or Kenyon Drake PPR play Kenyon Drake guaranteed workload to me as the running back one. Naheem Hines is the backup running back with Buffalo facing a tough Jets defense. Completely agree. From the show on one more question, boys, we stick out Gabe Davis or start Khalif Raymond. Um, Stick out Gabe Davis. Talent outweighs uh the opportunity in this one. Yep, absolutely. Then he said Raymond or Alec Pierce. Um, I'll play Raymond because I think the Colts are losing by 20 today. I, Not actually 20, but yeah. I, I think there's a chance that the Colts get shut out, and that's more than enough to start the other guy. From Zod, thanks for joining Zod. We see you almost every week on here. We appreciate that. Two questions. Flex one, Gabriel Davis, DJ Moore, or DeAndre Swift? Um, Man... I busted DJ Moore, but I'm liking DJ Moore more than these other two at the moment uh, with the Bengals corners being out to play DJ Moore. Um, Deion Jackson's in there too. I know. I see it. If I had to flex one, I'm gonna go. Wow, this is a tough one. I would go Deion Jackson over the three. I think Nick might call me crazy for picking him, but Nick, Nick loves Deion. One of us is gonna be really wrong on Monday, and we'll talk <laughs> about it. Um, second question: DeAndre Swift or JT Ross? Um, I'll play DeAndre Swift. Yep, absolutely. From Dan Hager, does it matter if your opponent has your QBs? Running back, wide receiver, tight end, and vice versa. Um, I mean, you're playing them, so it definitely matters, but you can't play your matchups around your opponent. You have to play your guys and hope they score. Um, if you have the quarterback and he has, let's let's say you, Joe Burrow, and he has T. Higgins, you got to hope that Joe Burrow throws to Tyler Boyd the entire game. If you have T. Higgins and he has Joe Burrow, 
You just got to hope that T. Higgins is a monster stat line because he will outscore Joe Burrow if he has in a PPR league, if he has 10 receptions for a touchdown and 100 yards. So it matters, but it, it just, you can't change your matchups because of your opponent. I will tell you why it matters because if you have, let's say you're in a very close game, right? And you have Joe Burrow final drive of the game to, you know, resurrect your one o'clock slot and your opponent has T. Higgins and T. Higgins is the one that catches the, the touchdown pass. You're going to go on full tilt for the rest of the day. That's pretty much all it is. It's just no, the, you're, you're right, but also like there's nothing you can it, do. You about can't it. do anything about it, right? So you can't really change your line. Here's a perfect example. I was up four or five points on Monday night. I had Burrow. He had Mixon. He was winning at one point until that monster touchdown by Joe Burrow, that 40 yard one. Um, so yes, it, it doesn't matter, exactly. but there's nothing you can do about it. From Nick Day, hey guys, my keeper league. I have Rashad White, Drake London, and. Donovan Peoples Jones and need a kicker who to drop for the games. Drop Donovan Peoples Jones. I think you're keeping Drake London. Um, I would drop Rashad White. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones actually has some pretty impressive stats the last few weeks. I'll see if I can pull them up really quickly because I was actually thinking about putting him on my all boom this week. Um, so over the last, I, I, I don't hate dropping Rashad White. I definitely would not want to drop Drake London. So over the last league, five weeks, he has he has no games under nine and no games over twelve point two. So he's been super consistent. Yeah. Um. So I think the consistency there is great because if you need a flex play any week, he's a good guy you can slot in and just trust he'll get you that double digit mark. Yep. All right. From Mo Diesel, Cordell Patterson or Antonio Gibson full PPR play uh, Cordell Patterson. I agree with you. Who's a better stash pickup in a PPR league? Wondell Robinson or Kadarius Tony? I'll take Kadarius Tony in the offense that throws a lot and has arguably the best quarterback in the league. Yep, I agree. From Domo, need one Juju Lockett, Mostert or Cordell Patterson play Juju. He's been on, been on fire and he's a great matchup against the Titans on Sunday Night Football. I'm going with Juju as well. Zah, I noticed what your question was. I just didn't want to say it because <laughs> i did agree with nick on it which is well oh yeah from Zah, big thanks i enjoy bringing y'all tough questions weekly and we enjoy the tough questions we really do um you said we would take jonathan taylor over swift rest of season maybe we said that on a previous show um no no, no. so the question oh. that he wrote the way he wrote it out was swift or jt ross but it meant oh or jonathan taylor rest of the season oh I noticed, okay, and you okay, said okay, swift. okay i'm so, sorry and I was like, yeah i'm I sorry yes I, I got confused i'm sorry <laughs> um it was funny I apologize for that one. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I'm taking Swift rest of the season. I wish I knew a better update on Jonathan Taylor's injury, but I'll take Swift rest of the season. But I, th I think if, if Taylor comes back in the next week or two, I'd rather have Taylor because I think that workload's more guaranteed. It's it, okay. That's a really tough one. I think yeah. you're just going to make your opinion and just, just stick with it. Mm -hmm. John Wells, probably last question of the day. At AJ Dillon or Brian Robinson on um, play Brian Robinson. I will give you my answer. I would go with Brian Robinson too. That's your actual answer. That's my actual answer. All right. I would not play Dylan. Alrighty guys. Um, I'm going to do the usual plugs and then we'll get out of here. If you do have any questions, drop them in the chat. And we'll answer them very quickly. Thank you to everybody that joined today. Thank you to everybody that watched the show that asked the question. We really do appreciate that. Thank you to those that subscribed to the YouTube channel. When we were um, asking for that, we're at one Oh, uh, we were at 102. Now we're at 108. Wow. You got us 10 subscribers on the show, guys. Thank you so much. It's really nice, you guys. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, we love the support. Thank you so much. Um, we're live every Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Please keep supporting us on those Sundays for those live shows. I've been asking those questions. We really do appreciate that. Um, 
For the weekly shows, we do have recorded episodes on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can find them on all audio streaming platforms. If you'd rather just listen to the podcast in a car, go to iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcast or, or Google Podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, this takes you all of 30 seconds. If you have an iPhone and you're not going to listen to the show, that that's okay, but please still take the 30 seconds to do it. A five-star rating, a subscription, and a review. It really does help us out. It takes all of 30 seconds. Um, if you're on Spotify, you could also do a five-star review. I don't think you could do a rating, but we appreciate that as well. If you'd rather watch and listen to the show like you did today, YouTube channel, Primetime Fantasy Podcast, hit the subscribe button. Drop a like on any video you watch during the week. Hit that little bell so you get notifications throughout the entire week. We also have all social media. Follow us, retweet, support. We'd appreciate all of that. We have a link tree in our bio over Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us and see all of our stuff. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is Primetime Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Thank you guys all for the thank yous, the love, and all that stuff. We'll see you guys uh, next week, and you talk to us tomorrow. You'll hear from us tomorrow on our Monday show recapping this week. We'll talk to you then. Best of luck in week nine.